Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That's because your brand is different. The challenges you face in life are different. So really, stop reading other people's success stories and really start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by the success. Their stories are, can give you platform, directions, and ideas, but it's their direction and it's not yours. So you need to start planning your own goals and be committed to your own effort. And when I bring guests on my show, it's about their effort, their dreams. Some of them start right away. Some of them are set back. This dream for these two gentlemen on my call today started in 2010 and we're in the year 2020. My next two guests are Navar Grievous and Michael Piles. They are two HBCU grads and fraternity brothers. Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Inc. And I'm a mega man, but you know, I got love for 1911, who found it quickly while attending Clark Atlanta University in Atlanta, Georgia in 2010. The company is a digital platform for wine, beer, and spirit delivery that operates out of Miami, Florida. And while and while expanding, they will be in Georgia in early 2021. QuickLick is the first Black-owned online alcohol marketplace and seeks to make ordering alcohol easy and convenient while being committed to growing a culture of drinking responsibly. That is always important. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Navar Grievous and Michael Piles. Piles, did I say your name right? You did. You did. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. Good. Thanks for having us. Well, you know, Grievous, uh, you know, I had to work on that name. You know, that was a hard work <laughs> name. <laughs> so, uh, well, HBCU guys, Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, 2010. Okay, you guys w- w- were concerned about liquor delivery in 2010? Talk to me now. I'll start with yeah, you, Navar. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, uh, quickly, we was conceptualized in 2011. It was right uh-huh. after Michael and I had graduated from uh, Clark Atlanta University, was at a social gathering, and everything mm-hmm. was going fine and well. Then the party started to die down because there was no more liquor available. And at the time, Michael and myself, nobody wanted to make the liquor delivery. And we just thought, what if we had a website that we can go on and have alcohol delivery, or a phone number we can call where the liquor store can deliver alcohol to us? Uh, again, this is in 2011, before it's time, this is before... Uh, Uber East, DoorDash, mm-hmm. so it was a lot of legality back in 2011. So thus, the party, you know, died down and there was no solution. Uh, fast forward to 2018 is when it became legal for third-party companies like ourselves quickly to mm-hmm. partner with alcohol stores or alcohol stores to make deliveries. Uh, and that's kind of what we started to get to running. I live out here in Miami. We operate and headquartered in Miami Beach. We started off as just an alcohol delivery in 2018, but as we started to grow and as the business started to change, we started to partner with Rideshare's company. So now, we're a full, transparent, online digital marketplace for beer, wine, and spirits. Now, that's Michael, us, uh, you know, you know he, he, he did it all that information up. He's he a talking man. Now, now you <laughs> somebody come in and talk noise, Michael will come out of the back. <laughs> My Woo! Man, y'all down there with all those beautiful women. Paul, y'all picked the right city to kick off this business. Tell me, Mikhail, tell me about starting in Miami down there. Because when I say beautiful women, you guys both know I am not lying. 
<laughs> listen, listen. You know the, the good thing is my eyes are working. So you, I can tell you, sir, you are not lying. However, <laughs> however, just as a caveat, I am married. You know, so you know, I, I look but don't touch. <laughs> um, starting in starting the business in Miami was uh, really not only just a blessing for us, but a no brainer business wise. Miami is a multicultural. Uh, megaplex when it comes to demographics and age groups and people from all different cultures and walks of life. So starting a business in a melting pot like Miami uh, proved to be very, very successful from us, not just from a sales and revenue standpoint, but from a standpoint of business analysis. A large part of what Quicklick does is try to make the world of adult beverages more convenient and accessible for our customers. So being able to work with Hispanic customers and black and brown customers and white customers as well, you know, all coming together in Miami has been um, a great success for us to get the business up and running and see how our product interacts with people from all different walks of life. And also international as well, because that's the beauty of starting in Miami. You know, you have that Brazilian base, that Cuban base, you know, it's like a like you said, a melting pot, but also domestically as well as internationally. It's a great spot to go there. That's right. And you said, Navarre, you were already down there. Yeah, I've been living in Miami five years now. Mm hmm. And so <laughs> to launch it down there, the whole concept of. I want to step back for a minute because I want to go back to 2010, 2011, the HBCU experience, the frater black fraternity experience, because, you know, I'm a member of Mega South Five, proud member, as you are proud members of Cap Alpha Psi. And the thing about in 2020, you know, HBCU somehow started getting donations and people, corp white corporations start recognizing the need to connect, uh, whether diversity. How did that affect you? And I'll let you start, Navarre, and definitely, Michael, I wanted to hear your reaction to this as well on HBCUs and how it seemed to. And it was before we had a, a vice president elect in uh, Kamala Harris from Howard right. University. So this was this was momentum before her. So talk about Navarre. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole beauty of going to HBCU for me is the relationships that, uh, you know, that I established while going to mm -hmm. Clark Lane University and just, you know, being a part of Cap Alpha Psi, you know, I've met other uh, fraternity brothers across, you know, the U.S. Mm -hmm. And for us, you know, just being able to uh, expand, expand, you know, our brand and company, you know, as a whole, you know, from HBCU's uh, establishment, uh, it's just meant a lot for us. Yeah, it, you know, um, just just to expound on that as well, coming from an HBCU background, it really fuels our fire when it comes to starting this business, growing this business, being entrepreneurs and having a platform to really inspire and motivate other folks that look like us, that have similar backgrounds as us. I'm sure you know, Rushan, that, you know, the black and brown community in business, especially in the tech world, in the entrepreneurial world, we're majorly underrepresented. And so coming from Clark Atlanta University, you know, an HBCU that was founded on the principles of, you know, the Christian church, 
church and the ideals of young black men and young black women having all of the same uh, opportunities as as the as their majority counterparts. You know, it's very important for us to reach back to the HBC community, to the Greek community, to our communities that we grew up in and show them that we can make a way in tech, in business. And we've been able to do that. You know, we're extremely proud of the fact that we built QuickLit from the ground up without any outside or private funding. We're completely self-funded up until this point. You know, we have women on our chief executive board. You know, we have black people on our chief executive board from HBC. HBCUs. And we're just very proud of that because we don't see enough people in the market that look like us. And we want to change that. Well, we will change that. Now, now, Navarre, he spent time over in China. Now, I, I'm trying to figure out how he go over to Beijing. He went from HBCU to Be Beijing, not in Miami. Now, now you, you, you're something else, Navarre. Talk about that experience because I always tell people, I remember when I left my job and, uh, IBM to tell jokes, you know, going to be the next Eddie Murphy. But it was a lot of unknown to that. and Because you don't know when you walk, going to the next day, you don't know the unknown. A black man going to China. Why? Me? Man, I'm very adventurous. I love, you know, trying something <laughs> new, going somewhere else that I've never been. And uh, for me, China was a, was a open was an open experience for me, opened my eyes. Because a lot of things we take for granted, you know, working, uh in the bathroom, eating, is things that they don't have. You know, they, these uh, kids, they're kids, when I say 14, 13 years old, working 16-hour shifts nonstop and scared to speak to people. And you mm -hmm. come here in America where, you know, we're, we're crying about eight-hour shifts or seven-hour shifts. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a lot of things you just take for granted. So that really shifted my paradigm and just changed my way of, of looking at life and uh, really allowed me to take a lot of things that we take for granted here in the U.S. and to run with it. Uh, because, you know, I not to, not to make that same, you know, uh, mistake that I made or have to have that same type of uh, energy, or I just wanted to carry that energy over from China to uh, to America because, like I said, there's a lot of things that we take for granted that uh, we could be, you know, using to our full advantage here. Well, when you say that, take for granted, you know, because you know we take air conditioning for granted, we take a, a, a toilet supposed to be, a bathroom supposed to be in your house, you know, or, you know, what 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 are some of the things? If you say the top three things that we take it, that we take for granted in the United States that we should appreciate more, besides democracy. Uh, like I said, uh, one, like you said, just the bathroom, the way we use the bathroom is totally different. Uh, you know, the comfort, <laughs> yeah, I just say it's totally different from the China experience of how you use the bathroom to how you use a bathroom here in America. That was just a totally eye opener because like I said, I'm sanitary, you know, our work life schedule, you know, we have work life balance sort of say here in America where, you know, work eight hour shifts, work 40 hours a week. And we think, you know, that's, you know, a good balance. Whereas in China, they're working 60, 80 hour shifts, like it's the norm. And, you know, they're not even, you know, coming up for their breaks like 30 minutes. When I go to some of these, you know, some of these places I was going to in China, you know, these, their customers are scared to speak outside of, you know, outside of their work because this is what they were strict and, you know, what they had to do. Uh, so that kind of just opened my eyes. It's just like, man, those things that we take for granted, the work hours, uh, how we eat, uh, you know, shower. Like I said, they're taking showers outside some of them in certain, certain places. Uh, and then also, like I said, it's, it's crazy because in China is it's, it's a communist uh, place. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just even driving cars, they only can have, you know, drive a car six days out of the week. Uh, the seventh day they can't drive because of the population. So it's just a lot of regulations that they have to follow and abide by that here in America, we, you know, obviously have the, free, the freedom to do whatever we want. Wow. Now, Mr. Piles, corporate man. Yes, sir. Target. Yes, sir. See, that's why I love talking to you guys because you guys, 
and that's why I feel you guys are going to be successful because I always tell people, you know, when you got people with so many different unique ideas and you're willing to compromise and, and combine those ideas, because I look at the international flavor. I'm going to get Navarre. He's international flavor. You know, he's both of you guys went to an HBU school and then you come from a corporate perspective. You know, that corporate breakdown. Explain how that's being an asset to you and building out the business in the quick lick. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I was very fortunate to be able to cut my teeth in the corporate world, working for large Fortune 50 and Fortune 100 corporations, such as Target at their corporate headquarters. Uh, it allowed me as a young man, because I, I started working in the corporate world right out of college, 21, 22 years old. Um, I got into it and had a lot of responsibility as a young man in a very big pond and what it what it taught me was a few things uh, in order to make a, a company work and thrive you need collaboration you need teamwork you need a diverse set of individuals with different backgrounds just like you said you know navar brings something totally different to quick lick than i do and that goes for all of the people on our executive board and, and just on our team in general and another thing that getting my start in the corporate world showed me was uh just to have polish and professionalism you know for us as african-american men really trying to revolutionize an industry that's thousands of years old like alcohol we have to work that much harder and be that much more tight and polished and refined in order for people to take us seriously and in order to grow this business and make the connections we need to take this business to the next level. And so getting that experience allowed me to work with people from all different backgrounds, people not just from HBCUs like myself, but also the Harvards of the world and the Yales and that sort of experience was invaluable. And then the last thing that working in corporate showed me, Rushan, was that working in, in the corporate world was great as a young man, but in order to truly establish generational wealth, which is me and Navar's goal in life, to have a legacy to leave to our family and our kids and our community, you need to branch out on your own and take ownership of something. So. Corporate gave me the background and the polish, but it also gave me the motivation to say, you know what, if I want to get compensated the way I deserve to be compensated, if I want to build generational wealth, I can't do that working under someone. I got to get out and bet on myself and grow a business like we did with Quick Lick. Now, I want to follow up on what you just said. Um, COVID-19, COVID-19 hit in 2020. We saw, you know, the... The, the ability to do curbside delivery, uh, online delivery. Hey, you know, Amazon going to be announcing where well, they're going to they're going to uh, drone in deliveries to people homes probably in late 2021. What impact? They say time is everything. P being able to pivot is everything. The COVID situation with the launch of your delivery of QuickLick. Talk about the advantages of that timing to the positive impact on your business. Uh yeah, so really, it was divine timing to say to tell you the truth. I mean, we, you know, like I said the because we conceptualized quickly in 2011. It became founded in 2018 and 2020 when the pandemic happened. You know, hit us all. You know, by storm, we had to take a step back. We actually shut down operations for two days to kind of get an understanding of what was mm -hmm. going on with COVID. Where we had to put had make sure all our delivery drivers had masks and gloves at the time. Uh, but after we, you know, got a better understanding of the pandemic, what was going on, it really, you know, hit like a light switch. It became a necessity for alcohol delivery. Uh, especially right. with everything going on, customers no longer wanted to, you know, 
make get up off their house and go to the liquor store to get the, get the bottle. Uh, so now having quickly got the option where you know they can select their best beer wine experience with just a click from their you know, website or from their phone. Uh, we made that option and really you know ran with it. We definitely had to make some you know maneuvers within our business model for the pandemic, but that's part it worked in our favor it was just divine timing of us keeping putting our head down and now that when we looked up you know it was just perfect timing for the pandemic to happen and for quickly to already have all our cuts in a row now with that being said okay when i go to a, a website that sells liquor it says click right here if you're 18 click you know identify so my number one thought is okay who do you know buying your liquor that this is requesting these deliveries how do you protect yourself mr piles Yes, sir. So um, that's a great question. And in this business, you know, age verification, we call it age gating, meaning, you know, if you're not of age to drink, you can't you can't be on our website. You can't get our product. We don't even want to talk to you over the phone. You know, QuickLink has a huge corporate responsibility to make sure that we are being gatekeepers um, to make sure that folks of drinking age, not minors of drinking age, have access to our product. So what we do is we have lots of different age gating steps in the process in order to order from us. So as soon as you go to our website or as soon as you go to our app, it's going to ask you before you could even see the website, are you over 21 years old? That's the first step. And then you can, you know, once you verify you are, you can go ahead and browse our inventory, see what you'd like to order. And before you check out, you have to verify again. And then before our delivery drivers give you the bottles, they're going to check your ID. So we have at least three steps in our age verification process at all times. That's awesome. Now, so I'm about to talk about coming to Atlanta. I got to go to the single guy over here. I'm sorry, sir. You you showed me the ring. So, <laughs> this, I know this February campaign ain't got nothing to do with you. The shoot your shot. <laughs> that all Navarre right there. That's all Navarre right. right there. <laughs> I know that for a fact. It would love you because Atlanta, you know, you guys are coming to uh Atlanta in February with a campaign called Shoot Your Shot. I, 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 it sounds like a lot of fun. The campaign and getting eyeballs and getting engagement is always the key to making it happen. Talk about the, the, the Shoot Your Shot campaign. Yeah, so like I said, we're excited to be expanding to, uh, to Atlanta. You know, Michael and I both went to Clarkland University, so Atlanta is home for us. <laughs> and we thought of a dope uh, marketing campaign called Shoot Your Shot. That's and, your uh, idea. That's and, your and idea. For Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's shoot your shot. It's not just to shoot your shot, you know, at your, at your girl or the girlfriend mm -hmm. or the girl you've been admiring. But it's also shoot your shot at businesses and you know companies and, okay. and industries that okay. you probably want to you know you know pay way for or get it or get into. Uh, so it's more smart. It's much more than just shoot your shot for Valentine's Day. Uh, but yeah, it's a campaign that we're running. We're gonna be sending out emails, uh, marketing the blast to get the customers engaged. Uh, and like I said, we'd love to shoot our shot, you know, in, in the Atlanta basket and uh, see what uh, transpires from it. Oh, it's awesome idea. I'm just gonna let you what they sent me, Navarre. It said at the top of February, QuickLick will launch their Shoot Your Shot campaign, which will encourage supporters to send their favorite beverage to their crush and on their crush, not business, not cousin. They're crushed and on our Valentine's Day. QuickLink has been operating in South Florida for over a year and we're launching officially in Atlanta in February 2021. You know, I'm having fun with you guys. And like I said, I'm just bringing that up and just having more fun. But when I see a good campaign and we know that in, in the month of February, especially Valentine's Day, you can't find a restaurant. 
They all sold out. If you don't have a restaurant on the day of, you try to take your girl out, you're going to stay home with your girl. And now with being able to realize that putting that campaign out, what can I do for you? I, I love to be able to put you on my social media. Are you putting banners? What marketing techniques are you using? Not only nationally, because, you know, but also in the local Atlanta market that I can help you out with. Oh, that's, that's really, really great. We would really appreciate that. You know, one thing that we really utilize in order to connect with customers and spread our message far and wide is our social media. So um, we would encourage you as well as all of your followers of your platform to follow QuickLick on Instagram at QuickLick underscore. Uh, we can also be found on Facebook uh, at Get QuickLick and look on our website, www.getquicklick.com. That's w www.getquicklit.com. We're going to be doing a very strong media push on mm -hmm. our social media platforms, especially Instagram. We're going to have some creative stories, some fresh content, some interactive content where people can see, you know, recipes and how to engage with our campaigns like Shoot Your Shot. And right. so if you can follow us, you know, repost something that we're doing on our online platform, that would be a huge, huge boom. But you're going to start to see a lot of great content coming out of the end of this month as we get into February, which is not only the launch of Quick Lick in Atlanta, which we're extremely proud and excited for, but also Black History Month. It was it was actually uh, strategic for us to pick February because once again, you know, we always want to illuminate the fact that we are a black owned company, you know, operating as a bootstrap self-funded organization in this day and time. And so we want to pay homage to the people like Dr. Martin Luther King and to all of the great ancestors, you know, that, that led the way for us to be able to have a business and a platform like this. Well, it's important. Uh, you know, we in, uh, you know, 2021, man, if you don't understand what each month means, you have, you know, you have a Father's Day, you got Mother's Day coming up, got Easter. Every one of those days in a marketing has to be a tool you use to, you know, gain leverage for your brand, you know, you know, Mother's Day. Father's Day, Black Music Month in June. All those days mean something. So now strategically, when you guys are sitting down looking at your calendar, how do y'all look at strategy? Like I, like I said, like you just told me, Black History Month, I just talked to Navarre about the Valentine's Day. So really there's two things going on there. You launch yes. it strategically in Black History Month, but you're taking advantage of the relationship February is also known as a relationship month. So how do you look at strategizing moving forward? You got Miami on lock. You're about to move to Atlanta. Old stomping grounds. Oh, fraternity brothers are going to come to your aid. Oh, alumni, alumni from, a, from that whole Spelman, Morehouse, Clark, Atlanta is going to come to your aid. What's the, what's the future of Quick Lick in the southeast part of the country? Absolutely. That, that's a that's a wonderful question. And it was actually you led right into where I wanted to go with the relationships. One of the biggest differentiators for QuickLick versus our competitors is that we are a lifestyle brand. What that means is we go the extra mile to truly connect with our customers and our brand partners and our account partners in a very local and organic way. We don't operate like just a corporate business 
even though I have a corporate background, you know, that's not who we are. We came from the HBCU world, Clark Atlanta University, where our bands were, were you know, you go to homecoming to watch the band, not necessarily right. the football game, right? Mm-hmm. We, we come from a background of having that flavor, that coolness, that swag, and that's how we brand the company as well. So to answer your question, and from a strategic standpoint, we're always looking at how can we transcend just the consumer, the normal corporate consumer interaction and truly differentiate ourselves from our competitors? Well, one of the, the main ways we do that is by having the shoot your shot campaigns, which resonate with people, whether you're in a relationship or single, like my man, Navar. You know, we, we also look at the calendar, like you said, Rashawn, and every quarter we're looking at what's going on, you know, Super Bowl. What, what are things that can connect quickly on a real visceral level with our customers? Because that's the thing about the alcohol industry and that's why we love it. Alcohol brings people together, whether you're celebrating, whether you're commiserating, you know, whatever you're going through, you can have a libation as long as you're doing it responsibly. And we want to be a a connector for that in a a responsible way. I I love because first of all, quick lick is not about color. You know, you know, you can every month, you know, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Okay, <laughs> that, that's right. That, that, that's on your. That's a great liquor drinking month. Okay, and so that's what I love about it. When you look at the diversity and the and the potential explosion of this business, especially COVID allowed a lot of restrictions. The curbside lifestyle, the touchless delivery, uh, no contact delivery. That's what people are seeking now. I know when I get my my car washed, I just drive right on in. I just hit my credit card. I don't let nobody come inside my car anymore. And we know that yeah. lifestyle is not going to change. You know, with the vaccination rate, and even after you get vaccinated, they tell you still should wear a mask. So that means that a lot of procedures are going to be. It's. it's I'm just. I just want to say congratulations. You know, because a lot of good ideas, the other people tend to get them, and you guys are seeing right. at the cups of a great idea, not just a good idea, a great idea. And I'm just letting you know, I develop money making conversations because, to me, speaking to you two are like you're the stars. You always see your people on the big screen, but. You know, you make you pay taxes, you employ people, you keep this company moving. And more important, as black men, you make us proud. And don't stop. Thank you. you know, even, Thank even you. Hanging out in Thank China with Naval, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations, man. But again, I, I'm very honest. I have like 1.6 million people I control within my uh, Money Making Conversation platform from newsletters to social media to, to uh, like my podcast and my radio syndication. So I extend that free of charge. It's not about me trying wow. to get something out of it. It's about me trying to grow your brand and also give you a voice that you can turn to and also a person that, and I've created this platform to mentor people. And I feel that it's a mentorship that I'm extending to you guys because I'm excited. I want you to grow Thank as you. big as you can. And if you take one of my ideas and make a million dollars, I'm going to be the first one to give you the knuckle sandwich and say, man, thank you. Because it was just sitting over right. here doing nothing. Congratulations. You know what? 
we, we really appreciate that. I just wanted to say, you know, first and foremost, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. You know, I have seen your, your, your videos and heard your podcast and seen your reach with folks like Steve Harvey and Stephen A. Smith. And it's just amazing to be in a position to speak to such an accomplished and decorated brother like yourself. So thank you so much for this platform. You know, we're at the point in this company where we're trying to grow this thing big. You know, like I said, we're trying to grow a legacy with QuickLick. And it's, even though we've been self-funded to this point, now we are actively and aggressively looking for investor partners to invest in this company because we want to take this thing to the next level, not just Atlanta. We want to go, we want to cover the whole Southeast. We want to get out to the West Coast at the end of this year. So we have dreams of grandeur and people like yourself, I can't think enough for giving us a platform to get our business out there to the masses. Thank Navar, you so much. Clo closing, Navar, it's on you now. Wrap up. No, I mean, Michael wrapped it up. I mean, he's, he's a speaker, as, as you can see. Uh, he, he can wrap up the uh, interview from start to finish. But no, like Michael said, I'm beyond grateful and thankful for you to allow us to have this platform to, you know, share quickly with our company. And like Michael said, we're mostly growing, looking to expand to Tampa, Atlanta. And like I said, we're in our pre-seed round looking for funding. So uh, if you'd like to inquire more, you can definitely uh, reach us at our email, which is info, I N I-N-F-O, the at sign, getquicklick.com. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-K-L-I-Q.com. Mm -hmm. All right, I mean, man. That's pretty much it. We're <laughs> cool. Well, I want to thank y'all for coming on the show and give me the opportunity to have fun with you, man, and talk about two, a growing business. And believe me, it's the, it's going to be on fire, man. I can't wait to send me some – make sure you send those banners, man, because shoot your shot. <laughs> Will, you already know. You already, you already know how we do 1911 love, brother. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, man, y'all be careful now. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversations interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.